Hello and welcome to Mindset Mayhem. My name is Lauren. I'm a nurse practitioner, a health coach, and consultant. And I'm Eileen. I'm a mom of three, wife, spiritual healer, and entrepreneur. And we want to be your new best friends. This podcast is dedicated to your mindset, your health and wellness, energy, spirituality, and so much more. There is so much information out there. We don't want to tell you what to do. We want to give you the tools and the info so you can make aligned choices for you and your family. So step out of the mainstream mayhem and start making sound decisions for yourself. Welcome to Mindset Mayhem. Hello, Mindset Mayhem. Hello. How is everybody doing? Let's take a deep breath. Yes, I was just going to say that. Look at us. We're so in sync. Well, we just meditated together. Yeah, so. I was about to say, I see your meditating eyes. Yeah. Right? All right, take a deep breath. I'm feeling this in the collective shoulders right now. Mm. Loosely, lightly roll your shoulders back. Take a deep breath, and as you exhale, roll your shoulders forward. We have to start shaking. As a whole, as a collective, we have to start shaking because we can't hold on to this energy. Take a deep breath. Maybe you started shaking like both Lauren and I. Relax your jaw. Exhale all the way till you feel like you've completely deflated. And then the next sip of air you take in, smile. Mm. Mm. You've been saying to yourself, I am reset. Oh, yes. I am reset. We can start our day at any time. We can start our day over at any time we want. Thank you for that reminder. What a great reminder that is. Resetting in general. Mm -hmm. We don't give ourselves permission. It's like if you have that feeling of every day just rolls into the next and you do the same stuff over and over again, Mm. nothing changes if nothing changes. But also we have to learn to reset. One of my favorite ways to do this as a mom is if I bark at my kids, I will calm myself down. And when I get to a place of genuine, like calmness, I'll say, Hey, I, that wasn't the best version of me. And I definitely didn't come out the way I wanted it to. And I could tell that it hurt your feelings or, you know, you felt the harshness of my words. Can I try that again? And they're at the age now where, you know, they're a little pissed off, but then like, it takes them a few minutes to cool down. And then they're like, yeah, we can try that again. But what a beautiful, like, humanization of it, you know? It's like, instead of shaming yourself and running away about the emotion to actively take accountability and then to express, you know, that you weren't proud of that delivery and then to change it is quite literally breaking generational trauma. And I would like to just give you a good old pat on the back. And I want to bring us back to the shaking really quickly because that in and of itself is a reset. And I sent you a video that I wanted to share with everybody about how you see animals shaking all the time, like a deer shaking, an animal, and they literally, after they've been scared or they've been chased by a predator or something along those lines, they shake essentially to take that energetic imprint and shake it off and get rid of it. Mm -hmm. So this is, again, getting back to the natural order of things, we should be taking 
nature as a instructor, a yeah. the master of lessons and what animals do, we should be doing. And I started doing that myself as a reset. Like if I'm around somebody that kind of perturbs me or takes me off center, instead of getting upset with myself and staying in that energy, I'm like, okay, you know, what? I'm going to shake them off. And it's nice because it's a physical reset, but it's also a nervous system reset. Mm-hmm. So you should see me and Eileen, we're, we're shaking, we're moving, we're doing everything all, all the, the time. time together. It's, somatic movement is huge. We should um, make a video on that. I'm going to make yeah. a note of that. Well, I love what you had said a while ago, that statistics had shown that dancers have the lowest mm. rate of cancer. Yep. Which is so nuts because if you think about, uh, maybe not today, but back in the day, it's like I lived off of chicken broth, diet yeah. coke, and cigarettes and cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think every dancer had the cocaine part, yeah. but the nicotine was definitely, oh, sure. I mean. Well, yeah, I think in any type of environment, like gymnastics, dancing, yeah. where your your body is constantly on display and critiqued, it's a lot of um, negative downloads from other people around you and then you also are very particular about what you put in your body but also it's like you don't have the time to be and you're always rushed you're always stressed yeah shaking it out yep so we're shaking it out we're resetting and we're restarting when we need to if if your day did not start out the way you liked it today and you want to start over right now give yourself the permission if you need permission from someone else this is me and eileen giving you permission to start anew yep restart stand tall feel your heels, dig them into the ground energetically, wiggle your toes, breathe up your body, shake it out, and then give yourself permission. Okay, I'm gonna restart right now. Have you ever read The Four Agreements? Yes. Okay, because that's where I get the, I know I've said it before in the podcast, but I'm trying to remind myself it's okay to repeat things that are um, helpful to people. And so in the last chapter, it's you do your best and your best looks different every day. And I think that goes along with the reset and allowing yourself to start anew. And that's a a point he brings up in the book. And that to me is so freeing too, because of course, we're always striving to be the best version of ourselves, but sometimes it can almost be counterintuitive. You know, it's like so healthy, I'm toxic kind of thing. Yeah. And so sometimes you just need to remind yourself that it's okay if, you know, you were doing great the last three days and today you fell off because it's not comparing those things. It's going to look different every day. And I just wanted to bring, I had a download to share that again. Mm -hmm. So whoever needs that, I hope that you hold on to that and remember that and take that with you. And some of the other really important chapters of that book is do not make assumptions. Yep. Love that. One of my favorite chapters of the book, I actually have it on audible. And one of my goals or intentions was to listen to it again this year. I, I we should do it together and maybe yeah. read it together because I was thinking that it'd be great. Maybe we could even do like a little mini pod um, oh, segment about book it. club. Yeah. <laughs> mini book and club. anyone who hasn't read that book, it's it's incredible. And that author is very smart. That's how I got the concept of heaven on earth. Oh, really? Yeah. I love that. Yeah, it is. It's a great, it's a great book. Yeah. Do not make assumptions. I can hear one of my ex-boyfriends used to say, if you make an assumption, it makes an ass of you and me. Mm, it does. And he wasn't saying it in a condescending way, but it was just such a little play yeah. on the words. And I was like, oh yeah. No, it's so true. And you think about all these stories and assumptions you make and how they are fueled by your ego and the lesser thoughtful parts of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And then you send yourself into a spiral and you don't even know that that thing is true. And then you end up getting mad at somebody and you have no actual factual basis behind it besides the assumption that you've had. 
And if you stop and pause and shake, that's why going back to the daily intent, how do I want to feel today? Mm. First, if you ask yourself how you want to feel, you have to check in with how you're feeling. Yes. So it's kind of just a double. And yeah, that is how I start every single day. And some days I'm like, I just want to feel snuggly and warm and well-fed and relaxed. And other days yeah. I'm like, I want to feel charged and like I'm standing on the sun. Exactly. But and being I think, intentional. Oh, I agree. That's right now I'm getting into my luteal phase. And even Kaylee said to me today, she's like, I can see it on you that you're calmed down a little bit and I, and I can totally feel it, but I love it because now I can give myself grace, which is why it's so important for us to have a good understanding of where we are in our cycles, because it, it it's empowering to know that maybe I'm not being a bitch today. Maybe my hormones are fucking whacked out mm. and you can give yourself a little bit more grace and then mitigate issues like, okay, I'm not going to go to that social event where I have to wear something uncomfortable because right now it's hard for me to feel good about myself. And then you, you know, do something cozy with a night in and friends instead that nourishes you. And then you wait until the part of your cycle where you do want to go out and you have that energy and then you feel so much better. So it's, it's very empowering having this information about ourselves I'm, I'm going to work on a journal for that. I need to. I was just about to say, so we are again so aligned because last night I was looking at the pins, then the boards that I've saved on Pinterest yeah. because I've been playing with my own vision board and yeah. I kind of go back and I check on it. And one of the things that I had pinned was the luteal phase. Mm -hmm. I mean, all the phases. Yeah. And I think that I need more of a background and education on that. And mm -hmm. I'm sure people who are listening too. So we should definitely get into phase. And I feel like February is a really good time mm. to do that. We'll do all femininity, self-love, self-care. Yes. So we can dive into those and because it's the same as pain. If you understand why you're having the pain, it almost cuts it in half. If you share a problem, it cuts it in half. If you shake and move and use all of like we had said, the guidance of nature, if you're using what you have and you're aware of what's going on, it makes it less painful or mm. it makes it less confusing for yourself. So I think this is great when you said like, well, oh, why do I feel like shit in this black dress? I wore it two weeks ago and I mm. felt fine. Like get to know your body. Exactly. And it's great for social cues too, because there's times when you should not be socializing. And there's a reason why you are snappy with your family mm -hmm. that night, or you're not having a good time with your friends like you normally do. Mm -hmm. And instead of shaming yourself, oh, why is it, am I like this this night? It just gives yourself clarity. And I love what you said too, about cutting it in half, because that is our mission as a community is that it's so heavy when we're holding the weight by ourselves, but none of us need to. And that's what we want to create wholeheartedly is a community of people that help share the weight so that you don't have to be burdened all by yourself. And that brings me to the heaven on earth aspect that we talked about because me and Eileen have been working on a lot of stuff and we haven't even really like talked to you guys fully about it. But like that is our vision is creating like this version of heaven on earth, this dreamlike state here while we're living on this plane during this life. So cool. I told you I pull cards every morning for myself. And when I pulled the divine feminine and from the divine feminine deck and the first card that I picked was Mary Magdalene. And she came up a lot this week and last week. It's probably because we've had off and snow days. And yeah. She's like, okay, here's the deal. You're going to be with the kids a lot. Okay. Yeah. You're going to be with them more than you usually are. So I'm coming in. I'm going to be here. But her message or mantra on the bottom is you are the bridge between heaven and earth. And when I shared that with you really quickly, it was like, 
Oh yeah, by the way, Lauren, I asked kind of for the download of the connection between what we're doing and what came through was what Lauren always says. We are creating heaven on earth. But in order to do that, we need all of you ladies on board energetically, physically. We want all of your creativity and your drive and your connection to come together. And we have to start individually. That's how we build this collective. Nothing changes if nothing changes. And so this is the time in space you know, okay, 2024, kind of 2024. We talked about that too, our beliefs in that, but this is the time to do it. So it's time to shake up and change. Oh, wow. That just hit me on a deep spiritual level. I started crying when she brought up that card. And and in the heaven on earth concept sounds probably like a lot to people, but it it is, it's like a movement of sorts. And I think a lot of people have been waking up to this uh, essentially it is like a, a waking up. I feel like the, our third eyes are opening. People's mm-hmm. awareness is changing. Systems are changing. People don't want to be in this rat race anymore. People like you posted on our Instagram that I don't want a life I need a vacation from. And mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, like that is the mission. And so right now what me and Eileen are doing is, you know, our overarching company is actually called Higher Healing. Yeah. And then underneath Higher Healing, we have three divisions. Essentially, one is communications, which is, of course, Mindset Mayhem, our journals, our newsletters, our courses, us sharing education and information, which we're going to have available on our website, which we're building right now. And then we also have our healing aspect where we you know, have our sessions, our sound bowls, and then we have our community oh, with, with our events, our vision board event coming on 2-2, which we already have such an amazing group coming and I am literally so ecstatic for that night and I also can't wait to physically have a vision board to look at it every day because manifestation is crazy but visualization lately has been I've been manifesting shit left right and center to almost scary degree isn't it nuts when you just kind of let it go yeah you surrender so here is your sign. Here is a message for you. If you're like, okay, I I know I need to change things up. I I understand nothing changes. Nothing changes. Bite the bullet. Grab your seat. We will put the um, event to um, the ticket information for our vision night board um, in the show notes and also on our Instagram page. But just come be open be afraid come authentically and exactly who you are bra no bra makeup no makeup like by yourself wherever you're coming from we want you there we want you there we need you there and if you have any quarrels about driving by yourself anything like that let us know like i'm sure there's somebody else that feels the same way that lives near you that would love to carpool i will Mm -hmm. drive anybody i will pick anybody up like you are not alone. And I know it's scary and daunting, but like we've talked about so many times, and this has been one of the most monumental lessons I've had in the last year. When you're afraid to do something and when you're blocked, it's it, but you keep thinking about it, normally it is the exact thing that you need. And it's uncomfortable because you're changing the pattern, but that's exactly what you need to do because nothing changes if nothing changes. Mm-hmm. And two women actually reached out to us that are coming and paid already and said, you know, I didn't want to come. I wanted to make an excuse as why not to come, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And they did it. They were intuitive. They listened to it. And I know for a fact in my soul that they're going to have one of the best nights and they're going to meet one of their new best friends or someone that they're going to work intimately with, or something is going to crack open in them. And it just brings me so much joy to know that 
they were comfortable enough to a share that with us, but yeah. also intuitive enough that they allowed themselves to feel that feeling of fear, but then they still went through that barrier. And now they're going to end up in this beautiful space with a beautiful group of people. And it's going to just be magical. You know, it's, we're going to make so many amazing connections. Yeah. You, it goes so hand in hand with like trusting your intuition. So what keeps pinging for me as we're talking about this is trust. And it's like, okay, how do I trust myself to know that I can trust you or trust that this is what's going to happen? And that's the way life works is we have this beautiful, our God gut, our inner, our inner guidance that's telling us. So if it's pinging for you, if you keep thinking about, I got to do something different, like, or I'm sick and tired of going to the same place with the same people, switch it up, just rip the bandaid off. I'm so, this year is the year of trying new things. I was thinking about that in the shower this morning. I was mm. like, wow, so much has already changed. I know. Ah, I just got chills on my eyes. And <laughs> you said that I've been getting weirdly. Okay. So like, weird chills on my kneecaps with you sometimes. And then today I was on the phone with Kaylee and I said to her, I'm like, I got chills on my triceps and I just mm -hmm. did again with you. And I'm, I'm so intrigued and I need to actually look up what um, meridians those are, the energy meridians for um, acupuncture. Cause I think that's what they're connected to is like when my pinky sweat, that's like your heart, um, mm -hmm. your heart energy meridian. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very curious. Well, your knees are part of your root chakra. So mm -hmm. your reality is shifting mm -hmm. and you're feeling it on a physical level. Yes, I feel that. And I think the back of the arm, I would assume, probably goes along the line of the heart chakra. Yeah, well, yeah, because your arms are an extension of your heart chakra, mm, so you yeah. are shifting and changing, which happens. I mean, you know, every seven years, our DNA, we, we are literally different people. We are literally changing all the time, which is crazy and incredible and just goes back everything just loops in so beautifully like how we've talked about oh my gosh i know i gotta start writing things down when i get out of the shower because the downloads come in but the overall energy of it is like my heart is burst open and i feel so much love for all of these people that i haven't physically oh. met in this lifetime but i know that i've met them before and they're here i know so in my when i do past life regressions and it comes to me i don't tap into them but when i open this part of my third eye so the other day i was with my soul mom and dad you are one of my sisters one of the other women that you've introduced us to is one of my sisters i've met my brother at a random event and i walked up to him and it was a spiritual energetic event and we were next to each other and i looked at him and i said you are my brother from this past life where my soul parents and where I go to retreat. But I have um, five siblings, five other siblings. I have four sisters and the one brother. So I've met two, you being one of them and our other friend, and I met my brother. So I still haven't met two of my sisters in this lifetime and I know I'm gonna meet them. Oh gosh. And will you explain to people that don't know what past life yes. regressions are? Yeah, so a past life regression. So what I've come to, understand and believe is that our soul is on a journey and this is the physical meat suit that we get to wear in this lifetime. Mm. But our that, soul, your, meat yeah, suit. your meat suit, what you're wearing right now is your meat suit, but it's not your soul and your soul can, is continuous and ever going. So every time I ask, okay, I've had 698 lifetimes besides this one. Holy shit. Yeah. So I've lived, my soul has had other experiences, other lessons. And in one of them for this lifetime that I'm very, very connected to, because I don't have parents, so to speak, traditional parents. Yeah. Biologically. Biologically. Yep. Yep. 
So I've tapped into, I've met my mother, who's my actual soul mother, who's been with me in other lifetimes physically, but in this lifetime, she's not with me as, you know, yeah. the regular, my mother, but I've met her. And then I've also gone to this place in that lifetime. It's in the 1700s, it's in America, and it's right before the constitution was made. So it's around that time. And I don't know shit about shit when it comes to history, <laughs> but I like ask, I'm like, where are we? Yeah. What time? And it's in early America. Um, but yeah, but I see us all hanging out. So that's, a, 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 so I do past life regression too. Yeah. And no, not everybody's Jesus Christ or Marilyn yeah. Monroe or, you know. Yeah. I just wanted people to uh, like get an idea because I've had my Akashic records. Yes. Which is a, a similar thing to what Eileen was just talking about. That's part of your, I didn't mean, I'm sorry, cut you off. That no, is no. part of your past lives where you have an Akashic record, which is a library of all of the information that you actually hold within you. Yeah. So you know this stuff. Oh, yes. Thank you for saying that. No, and mm -hmm. I appreciate the interruption because I wasn't going to do it justice. Mm -hmm. But I've had my Akashic records read to me. And this woman was over the phone, never knew, never met me, didn't know a single thing about me, only told her my name. And um, she had told me that in all my past lives, I was a healer of sorts. And I remember feeling everything she said just so so deeply and like you said i already had known it but it was like it cracked me open and i think that was one of the things that like really set me on this like journey of knowing it's like okay like this is my destiny this is my journey like i am meant to do this i'm meant to create heaven on earth and to help people and to be a healer so it's also just a beautiful thing that if you're feeling lost in life and you don't know where your direction is just give it an idea a thought to like maybe um either reach out to someone who does akashic uh readings or past life regressions because I like me, like your girl right here, like, like yeah. your girl right here, Eileen, uh, because it, it changed my life. And you've told me things too, that it just, it continues to propel me forward because we all have that doubt and that inner critic. And then when you know, okay, no, my soul has done this time after time, after time again, it's hard for it to let a motherfucker tell you you can't do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, and here's another spin on it is we're really not that far off. Like we talk about inner child work, because if you go back to when you were a kid or even what you're doing right now, like so many people are in social work or in healthcare, or, yeah. you know, they're, they're an art teacher, they're doing something like sometimes you're just scratching the surface and you're doing what fits into this vortex of society mm. that are the skills that you've had. So if you're doing something like you are a healer, if you get lit up with, you know, working with children, like, okay, let's take that a little further. If you're drawn towards animals, that is something that you have experienced for lifetimes. It's not the, so that's a good, for me, I guess it's, it's words of encouragement that you're not as far off as you may think when you're like, what the hell am I supposed to do? Like, see what pings, see what you're drawn to. Exactly. And trust your gut. And I, I like what you said too, about like the vortex, because we're all trying to follow our passions, but we're trying to do it in this vortex like construct in these rigid box by this patriarchal society that said, oh, if you're interested in space, you have to be an astronaut. Or if you're, you, you like children, you have to be a teacher fuck social constructs yeah fuck being put in a box yeah release all of that you can create anything you can do anything you do not need to follow everybody else we are not meant to do that and I'm, I'm sorry if that's on a tangent but i felt that deeply when we heard it in our meditation to release those sort of societal pressures and i just felt myself like take a deep breath because some days i get nervous because i'm like all right i'm out here trying to create heaven on earth not exactly what everyone else is up to and you know it's scary because there's no blueprint <laughs> and there's no one else doing it yeah, and yeah. so you feel like okay fuck, like, yeah is this the right move but then 
I remember like my soul's journey, my inner child, my purpose, what lights me up, what yeah. picks my voice up. And then I, again, I use that as my, my fuel or my cue. So the first time I knew I was supposed to be a public speaker and I was supposed to use my voice for what I'm supposed to do is back in the day, um, you used to have voice machines like mm. for um, people with, come on, help me out here. Or like voice, a voicemail? Yeah, yeah. So okay, but yeah. like an answering machine. Yes. That's what it's called. So you pick up your, you know, landline. And <laughs> Yo, come on, voice, somebody. Come on, somebody. Tell me what this is. <laughs> come on, somebody. <laughs> Think about my Nancy Speaks. Come on, come on. So the answering machine, and I remember my mom, when I was very young, would said to me, um, hey, Miss Bean, can you record it for our family? And that was it. And so she had said, make sure you have our full last name and our phone number in it. And people still to this day will repeat their phone number. And I laugh because I'm like, everyone's got color. Yeah. But I, anyway, so I remember I was young and I recorded it. And the first time I did it, I loved the sound of what it felt like to hear me not inside of me. Mm, yeah, like and, the difference of your voice when yeah. you're not hearing it through your own. Yes. Yeah, but there was no judgment. And I've heard so many people, because I listen so carefully when people talk, and they're like, oh my God, the first time you hear your voice, people are yeah. like, ugh. Mm -hmm. But something within me pinged, and yeah. I knew that it was part of what I was meant to do. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. And mine is completely the opposite because it was my dead ass fear. Like public speaking is one of my biggest fears. Like I- <laughs> her, I, her hands I, are sweaty right now. No, literally I, I'm, I'm just... clammy right now. And when we first did the podcast, I remember recording our intro. We had to do it like five times because every time I'd like go to speak, I was just overanalyzing myself so much and I sound robotic and we also need to re-record that. We will, we'll yeah. re-record it, but it's great. Yeah. I, you know, it's it's the but beginning. I, but I love it because again, it was the universe challenging me. Okay, I have this fear, I have this block. Guess what? One of my jobs ends up being public speaking. Yeah. And I know one day I'm gonna end up on stages and I'm gonna be shitting a brick beforehand. But again, when I get through it, I'm gonna feel lit up and amazing yeah. and so happy. And I already know that. And I'm so excited that I have this awareness that, a fear is just a fucking barrier for me to bust through so that I can just get to the next part of my that's highest it. path. It's the resistance. And that's what right now, everybody kind of the homework with this podcast episode is sit and see where are your resistance, where are you lit up? What just makes you happy? What mm. do you crave? And what are you resisting? Yeah. And then what is blocking you from that? Who is blocking you from that? What stories are you telling yourself? What type of, you know, inner child trauma story are you telling yourself as to why you can't do something? I have a huge one that just came through for the collective and it's about relationships with women. And it's this old story, mm. this worn out, uh, limiting belief of, I just can't trust other women. Yes. And as a collective, you know, you listening now, this is part of us. This is our job. This is our responsibility to break that and to bring it back to the divine order and the divine nature. And it has to start with us by doing something different, trying new things and going out and meeting new women. 100% and being kind to women and lifting women up. Like gone are the days of being catty and being a bitch because you're insecure or whatever the reasoning is. That is something also my left tricep that time got chills all over me. She's either having a stroke or- Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a down. If I start looking down. funky, you just yeah. let me know. Yeah. Um, but that just hit me so hardcore because for all the nurses out there listening, like they say like, oh, like the nurses eat their young. And that is 
it's like the wolf thing. And that was such a real thing for me where there was some amazing nurses that yeah. like took me in, but, are, yeah. but there were some absolute see you next Tuesdays who I will never forget. And some of them need a good punch in the jaw. Excuse my French universe, turn a blind eye to that one. <laughs> but like, I just remember them being absolutely terrible to other women. And it was just so awful. And so I want anybody listening to this, if you're in a work environment where someone thinks that they have power over you or doesn't treat you correctly, you just go within, you block them out and you try Mm -hmm. to not allow any of that energy to penetrate you and touch you. And if it does, you shake it out, you reset, you remind yourself that that has everything to do with them and their insecurities. And it has nothing to do with you. Whatever it is in you that mirrors something that they don't like about themselves is their issue. All you can control is your reaction and your response. And that is all I will say about that. Hurt people hurt people. Exactly. And our outside circumstances are, are a reflection of our inner world. So if she or he or whoever it is, is in inner turmoil and disease, they have no choice but to make their external world Mm -hmm. match that. So it's not you, it's not your physical meat suit. It's that you're the one that is there to absorb the grunt or that's what they're going to try to do Mm -hmm. because it has to match their, their outer reality has to match the inner turmoil and you're, you're just happen to be in the way. So screw, screw, and also give yourself (laughs) um, grace because you know, I know that I'm not proud of every way I've ever interacted with a woman or a man or anything when I was in a toxic environment. So also just allow yourself, like we've talked about, you are not your past. You can change at any time. So if you're holding onto this narrative of, oh, I've been a bitch for this many years. Oh, I've been an asshole for this many years. Let me keep it up. This is your time. And this is the permission and the sign from the universe that no, that is not true. You can change yourself right now, today. And you are a human being deserving of forgiveness, just like everybody else. So let's just go out there. Let's spread positivity. Let's create heaven on earth. Let's keep this community rolling. Yes. And shameless plug. One of the things that we're working on is our mini course, which is called, it's a manifestation workbook. And this one is titled unstuck. Mm -hmm. So this is the way we want to help you get out of your patterns and your limiting beliefs. This is the year. This is the time. Mm-hmm. We will have those up for sale shortly. But yeah, manifest workbook unstuck one first of many in mm-hmm. those kind of we're making it our mini course series. Yeah, we wanted to give you guys something that's actionable. So it's not just us telling you to do something, but something physical, something you can work on. And it's nice because it's repeatable. It's not like you only do it once and can't look back. Like you can use it as a structure or a system and integrate it with any change, any habit, anything you want to do in life. Practice makes permanent. Practice Mm. does not make perfect. So Mm. if you're practicing limiting worn out beliefs or something that's not perfect for who you are anymore, that's becoming permanent. So you can shift changes, it. Nothing, nothing changes, changes if nothing changes. All right, I'm going to pull a card Yes, from my tattoo tarot deck. All right, Eileen is shuffling, as I call it, the bad bitch uh, yes. tarot deck. This is the one with just badass um, female energy on it. So help me out here since this is collective for us. Oh, there's one that's flipped, which is strange. So I'm going to put that down too. But what I was saying was everybody take a deep breath. Good. Breathe in. Ask for your highest and best. What is it that you need to hear right now? With all the love. Let's see what we got. Hey, now we got the two of cups. This is two. The divine feminine cup is your cup filled 
when my cup is filled, I can fill others. When your cup is filled, you can go help others. This is a card. There's a beautiful red rose on the top, which is passion lighting up. And it's two hands hand shaking. And this is coming about the collective and this partnership that we're doing. And this is basically our guides. This is the universe saying, yes, yes, thank you. You guys are on the right track. You're doing it. You're talking about exactly what you're meant to be talking about. And you are with this movement is coming. It's here. And then we have the, oh, we've got two cups. So cups are all about abundance and filling up. You think about it, you know, is your cup half full? Is it half empty? We're done. It, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. I have a cup. I'm grateful to have a cup. Yeah. Let's stop assessing it like that. And let's just be grateful that we have a cup. Amen. But this is, um, the eight of cups and eight is abundance. So we said two is feminine and eight is abundance. And the eight of cups is, uh, he's looking up to, it's kind of a play on the sun and the moon. So this is saying, this is your the, your highest and best and the shadow parts of you where nothing has to be kept in the dark anymore, but all of it is necessary to make you who you are. You have relationships that pain you. It's for, it's for you. It's so to project you into this next higher version of yourself. You have parts of you that you just absolutely so easily love. Good, nurture them, remember that about you. But this is about the light work and the shadow work coming together. There are beautiful green mountains with a very healthy stream going through it, which is again, just showing as above, as below, and, and it's healthy, and this is the time. And I'm also just hearing, this is a message for somebody who's listening, you are healthy. So if you've been waiting for a diagnosis or something, you are healthy, you are healthy. And I want you to start using that as your mantra. I am healthy. Mm. I am, I am, I am healthier today than I was yesterday with every day that goes by my health improves. Yeah. That's one of my mantras. I repeat to myself is the three H's. I'm, I'm healthy. I am happy. I am healing. Mm. And again, because you're, body has the strongest pharmacy in the entire world. And the, your words truly make your worlds because the way you speak to yourself determines what type of chemicals are released. Are we releasing happy chemicals or are we releasing sad chemicals? So when you tell yourself that you are happy, you are healing and you are healthy, your body is going to respond as such. If you tell yourself that you are in a disease state, if you are you know, you talk negatively to yourself, the body is going to reflect that. So be mindful of that. And also a download I got with the cups when you were reading is that you can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah. And so many women, I think it's our natural, it's a beautiful trait, how we think so globally and we think of the collective and of so many other people, but you cannot pour from an empty cup. You mm -hmm. cannot give to somebody what you have not given yourself. And so many of us are experiencing burnouts because we put ourselves last. When you put yourself first, you are allow yourself to give to others so much more selflessly in the future. But sometimes you have to be a little selfish in the foreground. So just keep that, keep that reminder and, and pour into yourself because that will naturally pour into others yeah overarching too one more thing i just heard is nothing changes nothing changes so expecting things to get rocky to feel uncomfortable mm. but this time around when things are changing you do not have to do it alone and that's why we're creating this oh yeah that episode hit like a fucking ton of bricks on me <laughs> but that sounded negative but i meant it in a great <laughs> yeah. way and i'm over here smiling i'm like yes i'm a like ton of i'm bricks. covered in chills my body's warm and fuzzy my eyes are closing like i feel like i could take a nap like i just feel 
at peace. And, like, the... and I know that everything was just felt so aligned recording this one. Oh man, I love you. I love everyone that's listening. I love this community. I know my voice just went like extra chill too. Yeah. So uh <sighs> okay. Until next time. All right, signing off. We love you guys. Love Have an you. awesome day. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Mindset Mayhem. If you've enjoyed, please leave us a five-star review, download, like, share with your friends. And if you want more, you can find us on Instagram at Mindset Mayhem 333. Just a reminder, Mindset Mayhem is strictly for entertainment purposes only. This podcast is not intended to treat, diagnose, or replace medical or therapeutic advice from a professional. Thank you all so much for listening. We appreciate every single one of you. Talk to you soon. Love your BFFs.